welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about ways to experiment with your writing process, trying new things, different types of processes finding what process works for you, if that's a thing people ever actually finally finalize. <laughs> I don't know, do you, ha, how has your process like changed over time and has it like settled into a pretty consistent one? Or are you still trying different things with like each project? I try different things every project. Like I, like I started with the, I started with the, I'm going to start at the beginning of the book. And then I'm going to write 75,000 words to the end of the book. And that's just what it's going to be. Or in my case, my first book was like 210,000 words. Same. And I did that whole thing without writing an outline, without doing anything. It was all upstairs. You know, like I was like, I'm just going to go for it. You know, I'd never done it before. I wasn't taking writing too seriously. And then I had to write that book again. And I did the outline thing. And I had like a, I don't know, an index for myself. And then the next book came. And I did, God, I can't even remember what I did for that. I think I did a zero draft view mm -hmm. for Infinite Wishes. And it was like, really, it was like 40,000 words or something. And then the other one was kind of like that too. I did another one that was sort of like a quick, for NaNoWriMo, mm -hmm. I did one that was like 60,000. And then, and then when I got to the one that I just finished, I did a really tight zero draft and like 10,000 words. And I was like, everything that's going to happen in this book needs to be in these 10,000 words. That's, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> um, and I did that and it made the writing process very smooth. And I think with this book that I'm about to start working on, I'm probably not going to do that because I'm not very excited about this year, the idea mm. of doing 10 K. Like I tried it and I was just like, this isn't really flying for me. Cause there's like, two different perspectives and I can't get into it. Like it feels weird. So it's more like outlining and there's a lot of research involved. So like everything I write, I like, I'm just going to do it really quick, write the whole thing. And then I'm like, going to like highlight everything in green <laughs> that I need to like look up. And then I'm going to do that in the next draft. So mm -hmm. it's always different. It's always different. And I think part of it is as a writer, experimenting with different things and learning a process and part of it is that each book like you said takes a different approach depending on that book and what has to go into it um i know for me i also start off as like a complete pantser start the book write the book through to the end take all the weird little meandering rabbit trails that you need to also ended up with like a two hundred thousand word book <laughs> mm -hmm. and then realizing that half of it didn't need to be there and I kind of did the thing where like you swing the pendulum and it goes way over to one side and then it goes way over to the other side and it eventually finds its way to the middle. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm quite in the middle yet, but I did, you know, 100% pantsing and then I tried a project that was kind of in the middle and then I did a NaNoWriMo where I was like, I'm going to do beat sheets. And I went and found online like very detailed, every single plot point outlined beat sheets and they they were extremely detailed they even told you like about what word count this uh, this should probably happen in 
and calculations, you're like, I'm going for a hundred thousand word book. So at about 15,000 words is when you need to have your first plot point or whatever. Wow. Weird. Yeah. And I did that for my book. I got 25,000 words into it and hated every moment of it. <laughs> I realized I do not do detailed outlines. Yeah. It kills my interest in a book and it makes my characters feel like I'm forcing them from point A to point B to point C to point D because I'm walking them through this very detailed yeah. path yeah. that I've drawn and I need more room to let them move mm -hmm. around and be like okay okay we got to get over there somehow i'll let you figure out how to get to the next real big plot point and so right now my drafting process is very much that lamp posts like i have a handful of lamp posts and then i write and kind of meander and then fix yeah. it and i zero draft that's my first zero draft and then i revise and rewrite that's kind of how I'm, mm -hmm. I've done things the last book. Yeah. I think more of my experimenting happens in the revision and the rewriting than the drafting now. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, I finally came up with my like index cards, but I'm still kind of playing around with how I use them, how I use highlighting, how I use post-its, <laughs> whether I print it out, whether I don't, I'm always kind of trying different things. And like you said, it's, it's part of it is each story. It's like, I'll, I'll write a draft, I'll read it and go, what is what does this draft need? What what needs fixing? And then I kind of formulate the best way to fix it. Yeah, see, I can't, like, I don't like experimenting in later drafts because I have a lot of trouble, like, with the fact that I'm, like, writing something that I'm going to trash, probably. Um, whereas in, like, my draft zeros and my draft ones, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to throw this shit in there and see what happens, you know, see how much shit on the fan hits the wall and <laughs> you know like that's and then once i get to like draft two or three then i start taking it very seriously and i'm like oh i've gotta you know really put these pieces together now but yeah i god i don't even know if what we like i don't even know if what i do is considered pantsing or outlining because it's like it's kind of outlining yeah. like it's lamppost it's the lamppost i like that metaphor like you're I have certain things that I definitely know need to happen and how the characters get there. That's kind of their thing. <laughs> it's like, I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> like, cause I'm like, look, I'm just here to write the words. And like, then I like getting to those moments where the character doesn't want to do the thing that's at the lamppost. And you're like, ah, how do I get here? Like, how do we get here to this lamppost? Mm -hmm. And that for me is a lot of fun. And that happens in like, you know, the first two drafts or so. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And then the later drafts are the continuity <laughs> stuff. Like, okay. Well, and I think part of one of the things that we should probably talk about in this discussion is for writers who are very comfortable in their process, um, whether they are panzers and then heavy revisers or very detailed outliners and then very clean drafters, should they experiment? And if so, how and why? Uh, I'm always up for experimenting, but that's me because you never know. You may be comfortable in your process and you may never know when you'll find something that just clicks and works even better. My thing is if it's taking you longer than a year and a half to get to like a certain number of drafts, I would consider experimenting because I think that once you have the process down, like I can write a book in six drafts in a year now like because I've got it you know and I still experiment mm -hmm. actually with like what I'm doing I also do this 
full time. <laughs> so, you know, like that's different. Um, but like if you feel like you're taking a while to do stuff, like whatever that looks like in your perspective of the world, whatever a while looks like feels like it could be faster than I would definitely say experiment. But if like, you know, if you've got something down and, and you're not somebody who's comfortable with experimenting, then I wouldn't do it unless you're having like trouble in the querying trenches or like your betas aren't liking your work. Cause then maybe you need to do more on character development. Maybe part of your process needs to be doing those uh, character answer sheets and watching Brandon <laughs> Sanderson videos about like how to do the, the, th the, the three levels of whatever he's, I don't know. He's got a lot of videos. Go, go watch Brandon Sanderson videos for a while. He's got like this system in threes about productivity and all. it's weird, guys, but go do it. It's free on YouTube. It's like college class right there. Yeah, like maybe you're that kind of person that needs work in the character division. And if you are failing, if you find yourself, I don't want to say failing, but like not being where it is you want to be, I would highly. Mm -hmm highly recommend trying something outside of your realm just to try to stir things up that was another thing i was gonna say is that just stir things up is if you're getting bored and you know you're just not enjoying any of the process anymore maybe trying another bit of another type of process might help kind of kickstart. or if you find mm -hmm. feel like you are retreading ground so like that's what happened with me with my first book i I told you I did the whole pantsing and then I had to do so much revising that I hit a point where I felt like I was spinning my wheels and mm -hmm. going back over and back over things that I could have like condensed that part of the process. So that's why I tried the, you know, building some lampposts first because that saved me effort later. Right. So if you find areas in the process where you feel like you're getting stuck or mired or like I said, kind of re going in circles, maybe that part of the process is where you might want to start looking up some other other techniques. So, and there's a whole bunch of different yeah. types of drafting techniques, outlining techniques. You've got your beat sheets. You've got your snowflake method. You've got, you know, all of these. None of them are quote unquote right. <laughs> there's no right way. Nope. The right way is whatever way gets your story nope. done. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like, for instance, right now, like, so going into this next book that I'm going to start writing, like, I have never written a historical fiction in my life. And like, th there's something about that that's sort of limiting my ability to sort of explore a lot of the fantasy elements that I usually do, even though there are fantasy elements to this, I also have to get a lot of stuff right. So for the first time, I'm trying to, like, I'm, I'm allowing myself to, oh my god, my cat's meowing. I know, he's so cute. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 allowing myself to um I'm I'm allowing myself oh my god I'm thinking about my cat uh I'm allowing myself to write the book out of order if I want to um usually I am very strict on you know because I really enjoy watching the book move forward that's part of my enjoyment in writing um but because I'm a little uh, weird on my feet right now I'm just deciding to. If I want to do it out of order to try to figure something out, I'm doing it. Like, uh, and that might end up mm -hmm. meeting more drafts. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared a little bit, but you'll, like also I'm yeah, excited get to see there. what it does for the craft. I have faith in you. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, that thing about writing out of orders. Yeah, another one. Um, if you have never done it and you find a point where you are just really struggling with writer's block, you are stuck. You cannot write the next scene. Try skipping ahead. I know for some people that's very, very scary. And I would not say to do it just willy-nilly, but if if you're like stuck, that may be a way to get unstuck. Yeah. And if you're like having a day where you're sitting around the house just aroused, maybe it's a good day to <laughs> write the sex scenes. I don't know. Like write it out of order. I do have to mood write sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I am not in the mood to write like this really sad scene today or this really energetic scene today or i'm just not feeling the sex scene today and so sometimes i have to just be like right we will come back to you and that's what you know part yep. of my process and i know some people they they can't do that that's just their brains not wired that way and that's fine <laughs> again there's no right way yep but i think this is mostly about if if you feel like you want to experiment this is basically us saying go experiment if if you're having a little urge it's fine try new things <laughs> but it's also fine to not feel yeah. like you want to like that's also fine but sometimes it's nice to surprise yourself yeah if you have a system that is working fine for you there are especially a lot of career writers uh particularly in genre fiction who do like rapid release who they have got a system They've got everything down. They know how mm -hmm. to rapid release. They will do a book a month, get them out, publish them. And it's just. That's, that's just terrifying to me. I know. That's just absolutely fucking terrifying. Yeah. And like I said, it's especially prevalent in genre fiction, especially in like romance, um, which does tend to have a little bit shorter word count, which helps. But it's, they're still churning out 70,000 words in a month. But a lot of them have done it so many times. It's. They've, like I said, they've got their system. They know exactly, here's how I outline, here's how I draft, mm -hmm. here's how I polish, here's how I revise, and they just know how to do it. And if that's the case, and it's working for you, go for yeah. it. <laughs> Godspeed. Yes. And I will sit here in awe, like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are all of our thoughts. And your cat's thoughts. <laughs> Okay, well, that's about it for this one. So we will see you again soon. So every other Friday, you can join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for the live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, you can check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links or information. Thanks for listening.